atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby on your radio. This is the broadcast for June fourth in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty. Hour two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Hour one, incredible hour with Brian Rust, RustCoinandGift.com. Get your silver eagle, silver dollars today. The only problem is they cost like 27 bucks. <laughs> Go ask the president why that is, huh? All right, Greg from Utah wanted to chime in last hour, but uh, the hour kind of got away from us there, so we wanted to grab him and give him top billing this hour. Welcome, Greg. Hello, Sam. Hello, Kurt. What, uh, Sam, what we're witnessing throughout the nation is a communist orchestrated revolution. Black Lives Matter is a communist front organization, and Kiefer is a communist front organization. And um, we're witnessing anarchy. Anarchy is where... You have um, a breakdown of law and order, and, and where you have mob rule and rioting, and the collapse of government authority. So, when the, when the police are told to stand down for whatever reason, and they allow these rioters to, to loot, to vandalize, to burn down uh, buildings, and to, to kill people, uh, this is I mean, the, the responsibility of the police is to protect the life, liberty, and property of the of the citizens. The responsibility of the governor is to protect the life, liberty, and property of the citizens and also the mayor. And they're standing down. So you can't allow this mayhem to happen. You have to nip it in the bud, confront it, and be aggressive. And the governors and the mayors have refused to do this. And as a result of that, the violence has escalated. And so this is all done. It's all by design. It's all, you know, it's all contrived and, and planned. And, and so in order to stop this, you have to, like I said before, get aggressive. You have to uh, initiate force and uh, force against force. And if you don't do that, things will continue to get worse as we have ev- as we have evidence throughout this nation. It's just terrible what's happening. And um, and usually when the communists take over a nation, well, the attempt to take over a nation, this has been meticulously documented. Usually the government always stands down when they try to when they uh, try to take over a city or a town or a village or whatever it is. The the, the trend is that they back down. And when they back down, they're making a terrible mistake. They don't meet it with force for the most part. And eventually the communists take over the government. This is a trial run. The Communist Party has been duplicating our government for over 100 years. If you look at our foreign policy, especially since the 1930s, it's been an unmitigated disaster. We've been helped, Our government has been helping the communists and protecting them, advancing them, advancing their ideology and what have you. And so this is... Communists orchestrated, and people have to wake up because the greatest threat to America, the greatest threat to Western civilization is communism. And communism is the granddaddy of all secret combinations, and people have to be aware of that. What's behind this is communism. And unless the people wake up, you know, we have a, uh, you know, a crisis of the highest magnitude that we're witnessing right now, and unless the people wake up, it's going to get worse and worse. And, and so what are your comments on that, Sam? I think you're exactly spot on on the facts. I've highlighted this communist, socialist, fascist, or fascist agenda 
uh, for over 25 years. Kurt's done it with me. An enemy hath done this is the phrase that I would use for this. Uh, and this is serious business. You're spot on completely about it. The problem is most Americans have been propagandized in the government schools for so long. They don't see it for what it is. And, you know, if you're this if you're this George guy and you're dead, they'll turn it into a racial issue to exploit and divide the people. But GoFundMe got over $10 million, okay? Whereas on the radio, we're lucky to get five bucks to fund our efforts to tell the story and protect America. And so the difference is stark and startling. We're getting what we uh, deserve and what we embrace, Greg. Yeah, that's true. And, and the media, especially uh, stations like yourself that are trying to get out the truth, usually they're censored. If you're on uh, Facebook, if you're on Google, if you're on Twitter... Uh, if you say something that might be true or correct, usually it gets censored. And so now we're being censored. You can't get the truth out. Thank goodness for your radio station because you're getting the, the true information out. And people have to be aware of what's going on. And uh, it just seems like it's, it's just unbelievable what's happening today. I mean, I knew this would happen at some point in time, but not this soon. But we are witnessing a communist takeover of our nation. That's what it amounts to. People may think, well, that's too extreme. That's you're exaggerating, but that's exactly what it is. And when the communists take over a nation, and you may be aware of this, usually less than 1%, they consist of about 1% of the nation, and usually they can manipulate the 99%. And uh, so when the communists take over a nation or over a country, less than 1% are in, in control. Or one, less than 1% have authority and control in the party. So it's just that... Um, it doesn't have to be a massive, a vast majority of people who are for communism. It only takes a very small minority and to advance their agenda and ideology. It's just, it's so concerning. And as bad as it is now, it's going to get worse and worse. And we have to stand up, speak out, and do what is right. And, and I think that we have to get the citizen militias to protect the property. In Salt Lake City, they were burning police vehicles, setting a fire. Uh, you know, they were vandalizing uh, property and what have you. So where were the police? I mean, you can't stand down in those situations. And if they're not going to take the initiative to fight against terror or tyranny or communism, then it's up to the citizens' militia to get involved and stop it. Because the police obviously are not going to stop it. We've witnessed this domination. They're always standing down. And uh, so you have to ask the question, why? Why would, Why are they standing down? Why are they not taking the initiative to stop the violence and, and, the, and the mayhem and, and murders and what have you. So it's all, this is all planned, it's all orchestrated and confined. And most of these governors in these states are very liberal, they're very leftist radicals. And, uh, and, then, and because of that, uh, you can expect them to, to stand down and not take the initiative to stop the violence. Kurt, you want to respond? You know, uh, I was thinking about uh, what Greg was saying, uh, and we appreciate him participating. Uh, and it made me think of the uh, uh, little phrase in a booklet or a little book called The Constitution, a Heavenly Banner by Ezra Taft Benson. And he's talking about uh, this whole freedom idea and how... Uh, he says, look back in retrospect on almost 6,000 years of human history. Freedom's moments have been infrequent, 
and exceptional. From Nimrod to Napoleon, the conventional political ideology has been that the rights of life, liberty, and property were subject to a sovereign's will rather than God-given. We must appreciate that we live in one of history's most exceptional moments in a nation and a time of unprecedented freedom. Freedom as we know it has been experienced by perhaps less than 1% of the human family. And when you look at um, what I believe, uh, you know, it's the, the end of the quote, but when you look at our responsibilities as, um, well, Americans, uh, we have a responsibility not only to our own country and to try to protect the freedoms we've been uh, given by God, uh, but also to be a light on a hill to the world. And therefore, you know, um, this battle like uh, Greg brings up with communism, or in other words, the uh, the, well, you've got good versus evil. And it's been going on forever, and it continues. And so our battle is to uh, promote the good and to try to uh, serve as the Prince of Peace did and to uh, uh, move forward that way. And like you say, when you have uh, lawless activities, lawlessness, they must be um, stopped uh, or else you just have more and more of that, and you don't even have a society where anybody can live anywhere yeah well sam you, you may be familiar with trevor loudon he wrote a book entitled the enemies within and he was able to identify at least 100 communists in, in congress and that's what he's able to identify there's perhaps more and so we can see where our nation is going you have the, we have a radical congress uh, a radical uh senate for the most part people like pelosi and schumer these guys are they're, they're nutcases i mean they're they're uh, they're deranged, and, and uh, everything they do, everything they suggest, everything they, they hope for is the, is the destruction of America. Their policies, their, their, their views, and, and what have you. So, um, you know, people have to be aware of what's going on. It does, and things don't happen by accident. They're, they're planned that way, and you're familiar with that. But, but Trevor Loudon, uh, he spoke here in Utah you know, several, several months ago. And he said I was, he was able to identify at least 100 communists in the House. And and, um, and that's alarming. And so if he was able to identify 100, you can be assured that there's more. There's probably another 100, or whatever it might be. And then you have your governors. They pose as Republicans and constitutionalists. And here in Idaho, you know, they're told to stand down. And other country, other states are told to stand down by their governors and the mayors also. And, and so... So they're like sheep in wolves' clothing. They pose as conservatives and constitutionalists, but when push comes to shove, they reveal their true colors, and they're very dictatorial, and they're very alarming in their behavior. And I just think that people have to realize that just because someone poses as a conservative or a constitutionalist, uh, sometimes they don't hold to that ideology or, or, or view. So anyway, uh, it's a mess. And, and I just think that things will get worse. But we have to wake up to the situation, wake up what we're faced against, and uh, and take the initiative to educate our, our, our leaders and enlighten them to what's going on, and hopefully they'll make the right decision. All right, Greg, I want you to stay there, and I want to respond. <clears throat> because I think you're spot on. I think your concerns are completely justified. I think the reality is, as you say, 
Let me put those, some things in perspective on who we are and what we think we can do about it. Because Solutions Radio is who we are. Greg from Utah on the line. Serious, weighty questions to discuss in seconds. Attention Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the Liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, let me explain something that I think is critical to understand. We teach on the radio that this nation shall endure. We teach that this nation is the greatest country on the face of the earth. We also teach uh, George Washington's vision uh, in where he believes that at some point America will be uh, in serious, serious jeopardy. And eventually angels of God will join righteous people and defend off the enemy. And America will be preserved until the Savior Jesus Christ returns to the earth once again. Many of us believe, I'm one of them, that the reason that the United States was founded and created in the first place was to set the stage for the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ onto the earth. And many people would say, well, there's already gospels. Yeah, but go look at the Protestants and go look at the Catholics and go look at, and you can debate, you know, religion's true origins. But we believe there was an apostasy and a falling away and eventually a great restoration of the authority to act in the name of God, the priesthood, and eventually a restoration of Jesus Christ's church on the earth. Now, you say, whose doctrine is that? It's the doctrine of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And why do I bring it up now? Because many believe that the restoration of all things started with the restoration of liberty through the 
creation of and the rise of the United States. The righteous men, uh, under the direction of God, created a bastion of liberty. And through that, then, the gospel of Jesus Christ was restored to the earth. God's power once on the earth again. Well, I bring all that up, whether you agree or disagree with that viewpoint, for this reason. You know, the masses don't care. The masses don't believe in God. The masses aren't immoral people, and therefore preaching to 330 million Americans is a waste of our time. And that's why we're not really on a quest to get a gazillion radio stations, and why we're not on a quest to just be popular and all over the world, And because it doesn't matter. What we are doing is seeking out the Lord's people. What we are doing is seeking out, separating the wheat from the tares. What we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, is finding those who are willing to live by covenant as opposed to convenience. And who are willing to say, I will embrace the principles of liberty. I will obey God's laws. And the more we obey God's laws as a society, as a community, as an individuals, as families, families are the fundamental unit of society, then you know what? The better prepared we are for when society melts down to preserve ourselves and prepare for angels to join us to save this nation. All right? And so I bring this up because we're not searching for the masses. We are searching for... Those who are the elect, those who are willing to live by covenant, those who seek out the sacred cause of liberty and are willing to obey its principles and thus receive its blessings. And so on this radio program, we're looking for a very unique group of people. And we're looking for people who regard the fundamental traditional family with one man and one woman at the head, married, legally and lawfully, uh, and, and for those families to be the fundamental unit of society. And then for those families to gather in covenant communities at some point, and you know what? Await the return of the Savior Jesus Christ and prepare for his coming once again. And you know what? We're not trying to gather early and create compounds of war. We're peaceful, and we follow the Prince of Peace. Let's be very clear. We believe in the rule of law. Let's be very clear. And as law and order break down, we will need to protect ourselves and preserve ourselves and prepare for that day. All right. So this radio program is designed to educate, to train, to uh, prepare a people for these eventualities, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this radio program is all about. That's why our goal is to promote God, family and country and to protect life, liberty and property in the media and our lives. We have a very serious, serious mission statement, a very serious quest. Right. This isn't something that's laughable or something that's simple or something that isn't important. This is very serious. This is very important. And we're about our efforts. And so, you know what? I don't care if we get popular. I don't care if my name becomes a household name. I don't care because I'm not interested in that. I am interested in the preservation of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And I am interested in working to prepare a people to uh, preserve our families, protect one another, and prepare for the Savior's return. Okay, to me, that's what we're doing. So I agree completely with Greg. 
that our nation's flat-out communist. But I don't believe, let me say this again very clearly, I do not believe that we can stop that, okay? The nation has been indoctrinated through communist government schools for literally generations. Generations have been on all kinds of welfare programs to where even Mitt Romney pointed out that almost 50% of the nation's on the dole. And they lambasted him for that. Now, I'm not a a real fan of Mitt Romney, but he did highlight a point and got beat up big time for it. And that was before COVID gave everybody a check, right? And so I'm telling you, you're not going to save the masses. And the masses don't care. And so what we need to do is create a contingent of people who are willing to repent, who are willing to turn to God, who are willing to forgive, and who are willing to live by the principles of liberty and receive the blessings they're related to. Okay, this is what this is about, folks. And make no mistake. Okay, you can expect in the nation, this is prophesied, biblically and otherwise, more and more and more and more turmoil around the world. Just count on it. Because as the people are wicked, that's what happens when you disobey God. He meets out his wrath on people and on societies and on governments and on nations. Okay, all we can do is work within the sphere of influence we have. And how big is that? Well, it depends on what your goal is. Is your goal to be popular? Is your goal to just, uh, you know, pedal pavlum? Or is your goal to truly educate and prepare and teach and inspire and support families? Okay, that's our goal. That's who we are and what we do. So the point that I'm getting at, Greg, is I completely 1,000% agree with your concern and your point. But I'm hoping to give you a new view in terms of what we can provide in terms of solutions to do about it, sir. Yeah, so what you said is spot on. I mean, it was like everyone should have heard that comment or what you said. I mean, it should be pronounced throughout the entire nation, but it was perfect what you said. It was just very uh, uh, emotional for me to hear what you said, but it was awesome. But the other thing is, um, and with this, in my opinion, um, we're on the threshold of a Holocaust of the highest magnitude. It's not going to happen right away, but we're seeing signs of it. We're seeing evidence of it. So we have to get our spiritual houses in order. We have to be temporally prepared, and we have to be enlightened. You said we have to be educated. I totally agree with that. And we have to be educated to, to know what's going on, to understand what's going on, to take the initiative to, to, to proclaim the Constitution, to proclaim liberty throughout the land, and, and, and help and notify our family and friends about these matters uh, confronting the nation. And uh, it only takes a small minority to prevail. We, we witnessed that during the American Revolution. And with God's help, we will prevail despite the odds against us. And with people like yourself and Kurt, you know, getting the word out, getting the truth out, it makes a big difference. And you know, so people have to be aware of uh, what the issues are and what they can do. And, and uh, so God uh, bless you and bless Kurt. And, um, and bless all the patriots in the movement who are trying to enlighten the people, educate them, and, and help them to take, help the people take the initiative to, to do what is right. All right. This conversation is so riveting. I don't want you to leave. Stay there, Greg. Kurt, do you want to respond? I've kind of given my best response to Greg, and I, I agree with his point completely, and I hope to add uh, some context and add who we are and what we're trying to do in light of the situation Greg uh, so, in my opinion, eloquently um, summarized for us. Do you have a comment, Kurt? 
Well, you know, one of the things that I think we should, uh, you know, add to the mix uh, is the fact that the God of heaven is in charge of this whole deal. Not only in our country, in our little towns, uh, but uh, of course, I mean, the universe, I mean, the master of the universe is not, um, I don't know, one of the Marvel uh, leaders or whatever in these movies and stuff. It's the uh, God of heaven. He sure is a Marvel uh, leader. Well, yeah, but it's not the ones (laughs) that we get told about. And, uh, you know, he's got a plan, and his plan is that uh, uh, good vanquishes evil in the end, and we should remember that and have faith, not fear. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we are full of hope for the future. I know it looks rough and everything, ladies and gentlemen, but I trust in God Almighty. Greg, we'll get a comment from you right after this pause, then we'll let you fly. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. All right, we're talking to Greg in Utah. We're talking about solutions for the republic. No doubt we've been taken over by communists and fascists and socialists and well all roads lead to the same heck don't they tyranny we got to reject it and stand for the sacred cause of liberty and trust in our god no doubt about that kurt did you have more you wanted to finish on um you know i i i know it sounds kind of like a broken record but the uh, solutions lie in the uh, idea of returning to uh, you know the uh, keeping of the Ten Commandments, uh, the protecting of innocent life, uh, and that starts, in my opinion, with uh, those thousand plus babies that are murdered each day in our land. Um, and uh, we've got to look at those things if we ever hope that the, uh, well, that we'll have an end to these uh, uh, type of uh, problems. I I think that's the only way, or else the God of heaven can't bless us. He's uh, promised that there are commandments, not suggestions, and there are, you know, good things that come from keeping them, as well as uh, bad things that come from their uh, breaking those. And we're going to stick on that broken record as long as we need it, ladies and gentlemen. The reason we're told to read the scriptures over and over and over is to make sure we remember. To make sure we understand who we are in our relationship to Almighty God. We are His children. We have a godly heritage. And we cannot turn our back on Him and receive the blessings. And so it's about remembering. It's about understanding. And we're going to stick on this broken record forever. Call it a broken record if you want. What I call it is the opportunity for solutions. What I call it is the answer. What I call it is the great hope. And with that, Greg, your final comment, sir. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kurt and, and Sammy have given us given this nation a, a good message of, of hope and for peace. And um, I just feel that the people have to wake up and uh, prepare for what's to, to come. And they have to draw nearer to their Heavenly Father or their Savior. And as, as uh, Sam indicated, I mean, Kurt indicated, we, we have to obey the commandments. The Lord will not help us unless we are a righteous people unless we're uh, asking him to help us in our endeavors to fight against this evil and tyranny that we have witnessed over the last few weeks. 
And uh, as long as we can get back to God, get back to obeying the commandments, the Lord will help us in our endeavors. And I think that it's time for the people to repent of their their sins, uh, especially their political sins. And I feel that if they take that initiative and they fervently repent, the Lord will help us. It's not going to be. It's going to be a difficult road ahead, but in the end, we will prevail. And that gives me, uh, a, you know, a good feeling knowing that despite what might happen from now until then, uh, we will prevail. But the cost will be very high. The price will be very high as a result. But but I know that in the end, we win. And that's what we have to understand, and that's what we have to know, that despite how bad things might get, we're going to come out on top. Amen, sir. Thank you. Godspeed, Greg. Okay. Thank you. All right. There he goes. Kurt, I agree with him completely, and I'm grateful for the message. I'm grateful for the focus on this and for the chance that we've had to kind of, you know, vet this out and focus on this a little bit more. Let me give you a contrasting view to kind of help Greg's point along. There's an opinion piece written, Kurt. It's an opinion column written in the Detroit Free Press. It's written by a guy named Mitch Album, okay? And uh, it's headlined, We Are the Enemy Too. All right? And it's a big old long article, and I'm going to quote quite a bit of it here. Ask yourself this question, he starts out. If America could return to normal life tomorrow... But one of your family members had to die. Would you say, okay? I'm assuming he says the answer is no. Now, a second question for you. If America returned to normal life tomorrow, but a family member of your next door neighbor had to die, would you then say yes? How about someone on your block or someone in your town? At a certain point, as we pull the lens out, the honest answer for many Americans Although few will say it out loud is, I will take that deal. And that, sadly, is where we find ourselves. This, and he talks about this Memorial Day week. Now, I know it's a couple of weeks after Memorial Day. I get it, but I didn't have time to cover this because it's a long article until now. But he says it's a holiday to mourn Americans who have died in wars, which will this year mark nearly 100,000 Americans dead from a, quote, new war against a monster that attacks through the air, but is animated by unlikely foot soldiers who you may ask ourselves. The first American casualty was back in February. The 100,000th likely before the end of May. That was then. Didn't happen, but it was close. That makes this coronavirus the fastest killer in U.S. history. Mitch Album continues in this opinion piece. World War II took four years to kill. Just over 400,000 of us. COVID-19 is a quarter of the way there in four months. But then this war is not about sending our young men and women overseas to defend us. This war is about, quote, shoppers, churchgoers, bar hoppies and partygoers, factory workers, hospital staff, police forces. It's the war of the, quote, everyman. We are all potential victims. But we all are potential killers. We forget the latter faster than the former. But it's the truth. No matter how brightly the sun is shining, no matter how desperately we want to get to an open restaurant, we pass this disease to one another. No one dies if no one spreads. 
But siren calls are luring us from our, quote, safe zones because there's money to be made, work to be accomplished, beaches to be visited, nails and hairs to be cut and beautified, and our limited attention span, which already feels spent, is saying enough. We've sacrificed. We've flattened the curve. We can't go on this way. Throw in a president who seeks to push this pandemic aside for focusing on more, quote, pressing matters like getting itself reelected. And you have a, quote, Pied Piper leading us to the promise of happier days. But remember in the original story, all the critters who filed, followed the Pied Piper were dead. Acceptable losses. It's a military phrase that is, quote, suddenly civilian. In fact, I would argue that it's the biggest question facing the U.S. today. How many can be sacrificed? What's the death number we can live with? Some thought 100,000, over 100,000 would be a breaking point. Apparently not. Our grim reality. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. It's a huge article. I can't even read it all. He finishes by talking about if it's, you know, your child, your spouse, your loved one, then you wouldn't feel like it's okay. Okay? He talks about us spreading these viruses carelessly through nursing homes. And as long as it's not your family members, it's okay. And we got to get back to business. And anyway, he goes on and on and on and on. And I want to completely reject his article completely, Kurt. And I don't mean to be a contrarian. I mean to look at the world through completely different lenses than he's looking through. I'm not looking for an argument. I'm not looking to prove that I'm right, but consider a different view. His view is, quote, we are the enemy too. Ask yourself this question. If America could return to normal life tomorrow, but your local family member had to die, would you do it? No. But if you were to do it and, you know, somebody further away from you, would you do it? And the answer is nobody will admit it, but yes. And we're really killing everybody and we're the enemy, he says. And the different perspective I would like to put to this discussion right now, Kurt, is this. I don't believe we are the enemy. Here's what my headline would read. Are you ready? We are God's children. We are literally, according to the Bible, the offspring of the almighty God and the spirit. And he loves us and cares about us. Ben Franklin talked about, hey, you know what? He's aware of everything. And how can a nation rise without his aid? Well, my response is, how can we as a people survive without his protection? And whether it be the coronavirus or the next health problem or the next natural disaster or the next plague or the next crisis, how can we, ladies and gentlemen, survive without his aid, without his blessings? And so I wouldn't talk about we're the enemy. We are God's children. We are not the enemy. We are of godly heritage, and God can and will protect us. Okay, he didn't put us on this earth just to fail. He didn't put us on this earth to say we're the enemy. He didn't put us on this earth to ask us unanswerable questions like, if it was your loved one, would you kill him? If it was somebody further away, would you kill him? At some point, you become a killer. That is a completely dishonest, satanic, false narrative. 
We are on this earth to love one another, to get bodies of flesh and bone, and to learn to use our agency wisely to follow God and his laws and then receive the wonderful blessings that result when we do. That's what we're here for, folks. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. So I have a completely different view than Mitch Album has. Mitch Album, Mitch Album, in an opinion piece in the Detroit Free Press. All right, opinion columnist. We are the enemy too, he says. And Sam sounds off and highlights a completely different point of view, which is we are not an enemy. We are God's children. We are of godly heritage. He put us on this earth to succeed and not to fail. We're here to get a physical body of flesh and bones, and we're here to learn to use our agency wisely to make our will God's will. All right? And you know what? I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to lock down and say, by golly, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an enemy. I'm a killer. I'm a... And, and it just ruins society and destroy and nobody can make a living. And I'm not here to spiral down into fear. I am here to put faith over fear and say, listen to me. The reason that we're experiencing all these plagues and all these natural disasters and all these problems with the destruction of the family and the destruction of society and the destruction of everything we hold dear is because we've turned our back on God and broken our end of the covenant. Which is, if we keep the commandments of God, he will bless us and protect us. It's biblically based and documented. He will heal our land and protect us if we do what he asks. We have a covenant land here, folks. 
But if we want to be blessed on this land, if we want to prosper in this land, then we must obey God's law. He's the author of our liberty. Do you think God can stop this virus? How come this Mitch Album guy goes on for paragraph after paragraph after paragraph? And the more I read it, the more I get discouraged. And the more I think, you know what? He's just spiraling everybody down into fear. I mean, if we had his way, everybody would just lock down and melt down and be in fear that they don't want to be a killer. I'm not killing anyone. I'm spending my days and my nights and my efforts ministering to people and doing my very best to bless the lives of people all the day long. Am I a perfect tool in the Lord's hands? Far from. But thank heavens he can use even unlikely people for his grand purposes. I hope to be one of them. And I put faith over fear. I put hope over discouragement. I put life over death and I put obedience and God's commandments over disobedience. And you know what? He had this big, massive column that got promoted into the Detroit Free Press. Not a word about God. Not a word about hope. Not a word about faith. Not a word about what we can do to improve things. And I'm telling you, the best thing we can do to improve things is to get on our knees and pray to the Almighty God and to spend our time ministering to God's children everywhere in the world we possibly can, praying for forgiveness, praying for repentance, and spending our time making the world a better place. If we can do that all the day long, ladies and gentlemen, do you think we could beat this coronavirus? Do you think we could beat the next natural disaster? Do you think a lot of the punishments that might be heaped out on the world by an almighty God who has eternal law to obey? I know I said God has eternal law to obey. That's a truism, folks. Don't don't ignore that. Don't get sidetracked by that. God has law, and he obeys his laws. And the reality is, is that if we want to garner blessings, we must do what those blessings are predicated upon. Got it? Okay, this is very simple stuff. It's like 101. But as Kurt said, you might call it a broken record, but I say it's the salvation solution. If we want protection and if we want blessings and if we want to avoid all these things, then we need to step up to our godly heritage, not run around and think we're all murderers and we're the enemy. We are not the enemy. God's children working together are the solution, are the blessing. In fact, God's whole work and his glory is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. These are fundamental truths, and I'm telling you, this poor guy, and I'm not trying to just you know, argue with him or abuse him or anything else, but I think he's got it all wrong. I will never write in a column that says, we are the enemy too, and then go on and tell how we're doing everything wrong, bad, evil, destructive. Okay, I am not a destroyer. I don't want to get back to a restaurant so that I can just eat and entertain, my, entertain myself with blood and circus and all that kind of stuff. I do want to get back to life so that I can minister to others and go to church and worship God and serve others and spend my time with my family and promote the principles of God, family, and country and the protection of life, liberty, and property. You bet I want to go back to those things. I want to basically bless lives and churches and temples, and, and I want to spend my time figuring out how to help people that are having health struggles and bless their lives and serve one another. And I want to do all the things that God wants me to do. And I certainly don't want a tyrannical government backed by a whacked out journalist to just cripple me down in fear and hiding. No, no, not on my watch. That's not going to happen. I want to stand up as a son of the almighty God and say, you know what? He loves me. He will bless me if I do what he asks. And to suggest that I'm the enemy 
in my opinion, destroys the whole family of God, if you believe the lie. We are not the enemy. We are the God-given solution in a world full of turmoil and dishonesty and immorality. And we need to point out the truth, which is if we, the family of God, God's children, repent and work together, there's no stopping the blessings that can come from a loving, just, merciful, merciful father in heaven who absolutely wants to bless us. The only question is, will we use our agency to obey his laws to allow us to qualify so that he can? We've got work to do, folks. Let's not be sidetracked by dishonesty and deception, please. All right, Kurt, any comment on this? I had to go off on that. When I read that column, I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? It's the most negative thing I've ever seen in my life. I just couldn't take it. Very good, Sam. I don't really know what else to add on that. Uh, you know, there's just a boatload there. And like you say, um, you know, if you if you take out God, um, you know, you're I don't care what the topic is. You're lost um, without that uh, part of the picture. But imagine a statement saying we are the enemy too, Kurt. That just means everybody around you should be looked at as an enemy. I just can't, I just can't abide with those kind of, in my opinion, statements. It's well, so destructive you know, in society, Kurt. My is, neighbors, my friends, my family, all these, these people aren't my enemies. That's a very good point, Sam. Wow. All right. What do you want to finish up on today, Kurt? I kind of went off on this, but man. You know, I don't know for sure. How about uh, talking about Sam astronauts reaching space then? They reach the space station for the open-ended stay, they say. Stories by Kenneth Chang, Kurt. And um, they talk about how the uh, Elon Musk slash NASA partnership uh, was successful. What was it last Saturday? They launched these people into the, uh, they could basically orbit is what they call it. They say that they, they could made stay it to in the orbit moon for months. No, no, no. Orbit, Kurt. Come on now. They're not even close to the moon, buddy. Not even close to the moon. But they say that they can aid the station. That's the International Space Station short-staffed crew, Kurt. And they say Uh the Crew Dragon has arrived, buddy. I guess they launched uh, 60 more Starlink satellites. Yes, sir. Uh, And uh, Daryl Etherington writes his piece for TechCrunch. It says... uh, they achieve a reusability record for Falcon 9 booster. Um, they launched their second Falcon 9 rocket, span of just four days. I guess they did that. Uh, was that just yesterday? So, um, and they say this one was carrying 60 more satellites for its Starlink constellation, which will bring the total currently in operation on orbit to 480. Launch took off from Florida, where SpaceX launched astronauts for the first time ever on Saturday for the final demonstration mission of its Crew Dragon to fulfill the requirements of NASA's commercial crew human rating process. the launch didn't include any human passengers. That's the one from yesterday, I guess. Yeah, the one on Saturday uh, had two human passengers that met at the space station. And, you know, that's all going on. They say it's the first time that a private business uh, has launched people into space. Hitherto, it's only been nations or governments that have done this, Kurt. So it's a historical event. Yeah, they say this uh, 
other one is going to put these Starlink satellites in low Earth orbit, forming part of a network that will eventually serve to provide high bandwidth, reliable internet connectivity, particularly in underserved areas. Yeah, where so you're, we're talking about two different networks. things, though, right? Well, you're I know, but they're kind of related. Story. Oh, they're Aren't totally they related. related. Uh, you know, at they're least totally to me, related. Uh, you just got to explain to people they're two different launches. Yeah, or two different the one series Saturday of and I I mean imagine having a launch four days later uh, and yet uh, you know I guess you would say that's the private sector getting at it uh, Sam um, and of course it's you know kind of combined with NASA I think uh, I don't disagree they're the, both uh, parallel stories I'm just saying I want people to understand one series of launches has people on it Kurt and it's the yeah, first time it's ever been done. The other ones is launching satellites, and that's been done by private businesses for a long time. Yeah, and uh, I guess uh, apparently this is all so that, hey, you can get your uh, Internet all around the world, um, you know. And uh, You know what that means, I, don't you? <laughs> I think you can be tracked anywhere. Well, that's true, too, but Kurt, come on now. I'm telling you, it just means everybody can listen to Liberty Roundtable live anywhere they are, buddy, all the time. Yeah, good point. People can just bust out and, you know, Elon Musk is going to make it easier to listen to Liberty Roundtable Live. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you're right. It, it will be a tracking mechanism as well, my good friend. Good point. Yeah, it shouldn't have been so negative. Well, see, technology uh, just exists, and it all depends on how we use it and what we focus on, what we yeah. allow to happen with it. That's key. Technology in the hands of good, honest, moral, God-fearing people, I don't fear at all. I think it's incredible. Just think what's happening with technology. Yeah, good point. Um, you know, we're doing uh, a family history, and we're learning about health, and we're doing so many tremendous things. You know, heart surgery has come a long way. I mean, I could go on and on and on. That's when technology is in the hands of the good guys, right? Impressive. And when technology is in the hands of the bad guys, it runs off the rails for sure. So what, are, what is our job? To make sure that we limit the ability of bad guys to use technology for evil. That's our job. Yeah. What is our job to promote and reward people who are using technology for right, God-fearing, legitimate advancement of, of the human family purposes, right? That's what I'm saying. Good point. How crazy am I, huh, Kurt? Well, how soon are they going to head to the moon, Sam? I mean, Kurt, this, uh, listen thing. to me. They already went there, my friend. Oh, yeah, I know. Did you forget yeah. about that? Well, you know, there's kind of a weird thing in me that says, well, if we did it once and it was all that way back, it ought to be really easy to get there uh, again. I mean, you know, <laughs> no, sir. That's the uh, fly in the ointment there, buddy. That's where we got to go to private business. See, it just is interesting to me. Your whole point that you bring up, Kurt, why on earth is this, you know, going on like it is? And I don't have an answer. Uh. By the way, Sam, not to worry, because uh, uh, they say Elon Musk only has to sell 59 Teslas to offset the CO2 from a single SpaceX launch. So, see, every time somebody buys one of those Teslas, it's saving the world. Well, then why are all those people stealing all them, you know, Rolls Royces and Hellcats well, and Hellcats, stuff like that? Why don't they just bust out and steal some Musk bills? Those people don't know how to save the world, Sam. I mean, they just it's simple. off. All you got to do is get a Muscobill, Kurt. Very right? good. Wow. I mean, I just want you to know how to solve it, Kurt. I just want you to have hope. Yeah. Good point. All right. Very good. 
astronauts reach space station, our prayers are, if they really are going like we're told, they're safe. I guess they got 500 of those satellites up there now. Sam, barely that many. That won't cause any space carnage. All right. God save the Republic.